jump into today's episode, we just want to remind you to rate and review our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you're up to it, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at HBO Girls Rewatch. And if you care about us even a little tiny bit, subscribe to our YouTube page. Hey, I think it's time to lean into Lena now. Let's get into that episode. Welcome back to HBO Girls Rewatch. I'm Amelia. And I'm sad. Evan. <laughs> and today we're joined by friends and family. Wait, wait. I have to say something what? about this girl. I have to. Eric and I host a show at Club Coming together for over a year. We're actually coming with our one year anniversary of our show called Is This Gay? When I'm talking about allies in this town, this is my quintessential girl. It's like, I, I, if I'm the king, this is the queen, you know? Yeah. We have it all going on. Absolutely. And it's checkmate every time the two of us get on the stage. Absolutely. And um, just to one up that, it's like me and Eric <laughs> were both born and raised in Texas. So we're just like really connected and close and like we'll have something that Evan and And just to one at that really quick, I've told things to Eric that I've never told to anyone else. And um there's still kind of a bond between us that just you can't really formulate in other there's ways. There's things you've told Eric that you haven't told me. Please welcome to the podcast, Eric, Eric Martini. Martini. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, Martini or Martini? Martini. Okay. Stage, Stage name. Girl. <laughs> we're, not, we're not getting a real you today. <laughs> I'm still Latina, of it's course. Character. But stage name. Stage name, mama. <laughs> Hey. Hi. hey! Oh, also, Eric does host a podcast of their own. If you listen to it Wait, at the Rainbow Room, which one at this point? Rainbow Room podcast? Huh? You're in between pods. I'm in between pods. We I do have a lot of episodes for Rainbow Room podcast. We are on a little bit of a hiatus right now. But if you like to hear about game media. Give it a listen. And girls. don't worry, guys. I've never been on it, so don't look for me there. No, it's don't okay. look for me there. <laughs> um, we've had a lovely morning. We actually chose to watch the episode together today. We're covering season four, episode ten, role play. Can we talk about the bagels for one second? Yeah. So we mm. had bagels. So I need to point this out. I've been LOL dumb for so long because first I was like the only place near us is a place called Bagel Smith where I told you seven dollars to put tofu on a sesame seed bagel and it's like this place is hell. This is not for good girls. I don't trust places that are open for twenty four hours. No. You have to close sometimes. The bagels need to be made. Uh, you have to let your workers rest. Sometimes you have to close. Yeah, <laughs> you have to absolutely. let your workers rest. You said something about the cinnamon bagel being like this is what it tastes like to be sick. You yeah. had cinnamon bagel okay, so with growing butter. up for me every single day I would come home from school and my babysitter would put butter on cinnamon raisin toast and then when you're especially sick i'd always have butter on toast so like being jewish and being from new york i think having a bagel and having a bad tummy are kind of synonym. Mm. i think being a texas catholic girl that's not my are you guys doing texas toast when you're sick no. <laughs> no we're actually doing chicken noodle soup actually no chicken just the broth I... So broth. <laughs> yeah. But it is Campbell's chicken Nothing noodle soup, it. actually. I never had soup as a kid because I was afraid of it. I said, you're a smoothie and you're hot. You're a smoothie and you're hot. I don't trust you for a single second. Can you give her a second to explain? You're scared of soup? I was scared of soup as a girl. Girl, and now you have to be autumnal girl. It's autumn. And now I love a soup. Um, we need a bisque. But when I was sick, I would just have watered down yellow Gatorade. <laughs> Me too. As watered down yellow or red. I literally yeah. used to put it in, you know, the cereal bowls with the built-in straw? Yeah. I would make Gatorade soup and it was just like ice and Gatorade in that bowl. Wait, wait, and I'd be like, wait. Moment, of, moment of silence for how Amelia says Gatorade. 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 <laughs> Gatorade. Gatorade. I've been getting a lot of pushback on my Valley accent as of late. And as someone who has never lived in the Valley, I just want to say I'm valid. Can you say Gatorade one more time for me? Gatorade. Ah, it's girl, method acting. You're doing me. method acting you're right now. You're literally doing Hannah's role play. Love and love Gatorade. You're doing Gatorade. Hannah role play as a Valley girl every time you say Gatorade. Oh my god, this episode was so good. So good. The improv episode. It's you guys yeah. had me on the improv Eric's episode. Improv for I would say forty-eight years at twenty-seven years old. Which like, <laughs> can I just say it's like we're a generation of Brooklynites that improv isn't the thing. Yeah. Stand up is the thing. Yeah. And it's like. Ten years ago, everybody would be in UCB 401. Right. And you're kind of breaking the format of the 2023 era exactly. by kind of being like, I love improv. Exactly. Not, not to correct you, Evan. You said 48 years. I've actually been doing it for 10 years. The way you're going on an Eros tour for for Eric's improv career yes. is so funny. You're going on Eros tour. You're like, and it's been four years here in UCB. <laughs> when I perform in the city, it's Eros tour. Me and Eric saw the Taylor Swift Eros tour last night at yeah. AMC in Kips Bay. And Amelia was, um, there was some dancing during the viewing and so Amelia was stomping in the aisle. Eric, <laughs> so I Eric, hear it here. Eric, chose, Eric chose to think it was not appropriate to be dancing. I danced during the, the last concert. song. Yeah, it took you to uh, the girl, very it's end. A concert yeah. at an AMC. 
We were like, get up and dance, and you're like, I'm not comfortable with that. I was just that. a girl in a skirt that night. Can you guys plug our one from being mean by saying boyfriend? Or is that Oh, not yeah. Relevant? Friend of the pod, literally, lovers started playing, and they just like turned to everybody. In the at- whole audience. Actually, got the microphone somehow at the AMC. And was like, I'm the only one here with a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> the whole audience is silent. Even Taylor Swift on the screen is looking down. Yeah. That's a girl my girl. Was, a girl was like, okay. Eric was like, that was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my girl. I love her. She's she's in love right now. That's okay. Yeah, all <laughs> oh, love. Um, but if you haven't checked it out, please support that capitalist. She is iconic. She is. Oh, can I tell my tea on her? Is her too sacred? Um, I don't know. Did the person who gave us that information did they sign an NDA? No, because I'm dating them. <laughs> exactly. Then I say spill the tea. <gasps> um, okay, I heard this. So Taylor Swift is now dating that football player right now, and I can't remember his name. I'm going to say Vince Vaughn, but Travis I know it's Kelsey. Wrong. Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Me, earnestly guessing. Kiss? Vince Vaughn. <laughs> is that the ball guy? Sting? <laughs> I was sting someone to my middle school. Sting's son? Yeah. And you'll never let me forget it. <laughs> that and Maya Hawk going to your dyslexic middle I school. I need to know the nepotism oh. tree of your school. <laughs> That's what <laughs> That's I need to look at. I need to look at that. We'll release a mind map on our Instagram. Um, <laughs> but apparently they're dating Travis Kelly. Kelsey. <laughs> That's for me to find out. Um, like, I signed the NDA. <laughs> he, she's getting ads based on NFL. Mm. And then he is um, getting, they're like building a lot of female sales for the NFL and tickets. And that doesn't make a lot of sense the way I said it. But for listeners no. at home, you'll figure it out. It's Jane And I style. actually watched a TikTok <laughs> on this um, because if you look at it from a stocks perspective, their overlap in the market is almost completely separate. So by them dating, they are opening themselves up to <laughs> parts of the market that they would never have access to otherwise. Yeah. Therefore, making a lot of money for Taylor Swift as a corporation and, and Travis as a corporation. The Kansas City Chiefs. Michael, apparently sales went up like 400% no. that day she went to the game. Yeah, apparently like yeah. billions of dollars shifted in the marketplace exactly. because of who Taylor Swift supposedly dated. And that's the power of a girl with curly hair and a heart of gold. Yeah. <laughs> you like girl boss town. You did it. Amelia, we <laughs> need to we need to dye you blonde and that way your life will change. I know. She was dancing. Fearless oh, so era, Hannah, Taylor. This episode. Uh, oh, my God. But this isn't a podcast about Taylor yet. Well, Lena is tied to Taylor. But Lena and Taylor yeah. remember the army. Is What is the army? No, we what can't do that. The army? You mean like her squad of girls? Her girl squad. It's Wait, like the Heim it? sisters, Lena, no, Cara Delevingne. And, and Ellen Pompey. And Ellen Pompey. Pompeo? Are you talking about Grey's Anatomy yeah. girl? Yeah, that well, girl. She's in it. It's like Emily Ratajkowski. Emma Stone. I think Rihanna maybe at one point, no, but Emily like very quick. And it's I like, can she's can kind I just say, if Taylor Swift isn't going to win the Oscar, I hope Emma does. Oh, what is Emma nominated for? She's in that. La La Land. The, yeah, <laughs> she's in this new movie where she gets to play kind of a neurotic girl uh, and everybody's freaking out. And I will go see it. You know, she's slated to be the girl in My Year of Rest and Relaxation, <gasps> Emma Stone. Oh my God, you know Eileen? The book yeah, that yeah, I yeah. wrote first. Otessa. I saw the trailer for it. Anne Hathaway is playing the crazy older oh woman. My oh my gosh. It's gonna be, I got full body chills. Oh my god. Is that going to be an A24 film as well? It's A24. <gasps> oh, I love A24. I love. I love what they're up to. I love it that straight guys can finally wear shirts that like um have a little spice to them because of yeah, A24. Absolutely. Like they are actually really reaching into the graphic design audience mm-hmm. and giving them something new for a whole new spin. Sorry. My spinoff is A24. I kind of blacked out just now. I blacked out too. <laughs> I agree. And you know what I love about A24? If we can just go around the circle and say our favorite thing about A24. Ladybird, Ladybird. I love how many movies in the A24 franchise choose to include Charlie XCX in their musical yeah. scoring. Oh, that is huge. Name one besides Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually still a lot. That's, That's actually still, still a lot, though. Isn't she in Barbie? I know that something. Wait, else. was Bottoms A24? Yeah. You know what? I'm okay. sure. And okay. Bl- okay. Check, okay. Check. <laughs> Bling Ring, I'm sure they did that. Bling Ring. Is that even A24? Yeah, maybe. I, I know. <laughs> Spring Breakers yeah. is. Yeah. Spring Breakers I can believe is. it. And then Zola. I'm sure they played. I Zola. Zola. And that's the power of Twitter because it's like 
you didn't think a Twitter thread could be every beat of a movie perfectly, right. but it was. Yeah. I mean, that was a script where it was like, no, this is a plot. Yeah. It's not just yeah. That's why I'm. Con- that's why I'm still tweeting because I'm like, when I send a tweet, I'm like, this could be a movie. <laughs> this could be Zola. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not about the movies. We're talking TV specifically. Girls, season three, episode, episode 10, ten, role, role play. play. We're gonna do a minute to win it synopsis where we quickly popcorn style explain what this episode was all about in a way hooey go hannah's drunk at a gq event sometimes when your friends at work are a little too fun you sometimes end up at one of their apartments throwing up in a toilet Uh oh and now she's all the way home and adam is in a peak coat with collar up collar down we'll never figure it out but that's okay because marnie she's looking into she's looking into a gallery because, you know, she's a more qualified assistant than even Sujin. Okay, yeah. So Hannah has a GQ event and gets too drunk and then, like, throws up at that guy Joe's house. And then she comes home and Adam's, like, caring so much about his play that he doesn't even care or notice that her girlfriend never came home. And Hannah's like, why don't you care? A crazy night just happened to me and you're, like, not blinking or noticing. And then Marnie visits Sujin at her gallery and is like, I would love to be a part of opening the gallery. And then Sujin's like, what if you just were my assistant who's smarter than me, but I get all the credit and we lie and tell everybody that I'm 22 and then um uh jessa is doing coke with this guy and shoshana is annoyed uh and shoshana actually finds the guy's daughter because they need to have an intervention dotty played by felicity jones insane casting really cool really cool casting and then that sort of causes the guy to break up with jessa uh because and then accuses jessa of being a junkie and um what else and then hannah is playing role play with adam and adam's like wait what the hell are you doing i actually don't like this for a single second and hannah's like i'm just trying to spice a relationship up like when you used to fuck me like a sick little orphan yeah and then he's like i need to go stay at ray's place and he's like wait why and he's like because of the drama it's like i'm it's just me and she's like you're a drama Bam. And Marnie also kind of begins her music career with Desi. And then Marnie connects with Desi and is like swooped off her feet because he's like an indie music guy. And wait, guy. they're fucking in Marnie's apartment, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is called role play, obviously, because the whole main <laughs> A <minutes>. plot is that, <laughs> two is that Hannah <laughs> is feeling that her and Adam's um, like life isn't as passionate as it used to be. And she wants to like reignite the flame. And so she does role play in a blonde wig. Mm-hmm. And then Adam ends up getting punched in the street because Hannah is really bad. It's mm. like, I'm being raped. And Adam's like, don't say that to this man. And the man will punch me. And then the man punches. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Marnie and Desi connect. And it basically, the Jasper, Jessa, they've been hanging out, if you can remember correctly. Jasper's the weird British man from rehab that has, like, made her relapse. And so they've been doing coke. Shoshana's fed up because she's like, why is this grown man and Jessa's just, like, on my couch? Like, I'm trying to graduate NYU. I'm going to call Dottie, Jasper's daughter, and get her to convince Jasper to, like, save himself. And hopefully Jessa will get better because Jasper is gone now. Yeah. And Jessa's, like, really down bad, like, smoking, like, truly can't, like, and also it's really sad because it's, like, another grown man leaving Jessa. Yeah. Mm. And then there's a beautiful shot of her on the street smoking a cigarette. And <laughs> you look she, like a junkie. You look like a junkie. And, but I would say that shot of her was, like, a Tumblr scene. I mean. Like, you could screenshot that and go viral. There's a lot of Tumblr scenes from this episode. Exactly. There's a lot of Tumblr. And that's The blonde minute. wig. <laughs> and that's what minute. <laughs> minute Proof. But, um, yeah, no, also we forgot to mention the iconic, like, frame. Like, everybody remembers this picture in their head of Hannah and Elijah in bandanas oh in bed God, eating right. a burrito. So Elijah's hanging out with Hannah. They're eating burritos. And they're talking about, like, how Adam and her relationship just, like, seems a little bit off. And Elijah's like, you should break up with him or like that sounds exactly like the end of mine and pal's relationship which is of course soil from i'm so happy elijah's back home yeah back in that bed where he belongs exactly eric we'd actually love to know where Where were you you? when girls first came out where was i i was i guess going yeah i was going through high school and Mm. i at the time was like he's much older than us Yep, I'm 34, actually. Yeah. That, explain, and that explains the, the improv pass. That yeah. explains the UCB of it all. Please, everyone, take a guess at what my age is, because you probably will get it wrong or right. I don't know. Uh, I was going through high school when this was being released. I was, like, a newly gay boy, and so... You came out in high school? Yeah. yeah no girl, way. In Texas, year. being Catholic. Yeah. That's really brave. Yeah, girl, I was actually doing things that other girls weren't doing. Yeah, were you, like, one of the only ones 
yeah at your high school yeah and then i remember graduating college and i matched with some guy on tinder and he messaged me and was like you were actually like an idol to me like because he was like closeted boy and he was like all like he was like there was like four or five closeted gay boys who would be like eric is such an icon and i'm like i peaked in high school you changed lives yeah to me too really remember the guy who who had a crush on me and the guy okay he's a senior i'm a freshman oh this guy all of high school. Then I see him at a um, older sister, or old, younger sister, older brother combined birthday party. So he knows older brother. I know younger sister. Yeah. I go up to him. I'm talking for 25 minutes. I'm like, oh my god, my dreams are coming true. My <laughs> high school crush is finally talking to me. He goes, Evan. At the end of the night, he's drunk. He's trying to get home. He's like, and he turns to me so earnestly. He's like, Evan, I don't know how to say this, but your Instagram present helped me come out to my family. Your Instagram <laughs> presence? Yeah, my Instagram presence. Because Evan was so gay online. You're, boy- you're real about Leah Michelle. <laughs> that, that went viral. That changed my life, actually. <laughs> it was literally saying, he's like, I came out as gay just because of you, but not for yeah. you. Is this the guy that you, there's that steamy photo of y'all and he's like holding you in yeah, his yeah, arms? Yeah. Oh, I remember you telling me that. And I was like, this is hot. <laughs> so funny yeah that's so powerful wait so did you know about the show then i knew about it but i didn't i never watched because one it was like it was about girls so i didn't think i would relate to it and also i think with hbo in general my parents (laughs) didn't let me watch that my whole thing is girls now absolutely yeah but it's like back then it's like you probably barely even knew what hbo was yeah i I, home home what is it home box office yeah yeah i didn't watch it stands for yeah my brain is about to explode. It's, it's like not even. It's Huber Bottoms open. Yeah. You know what I found out about yesterday? Dumbo. <laughs> oh, down, <laughs> down under Manhattan, under Manhattan Bridge overpass. overpass. Now I've heard everything. What's what does Tribeca mean? Um, triangle something. Triangle shirtwaist factory. No. It's like triangle <laughs> between. I knew you. Were b- gonna triangle say. between canal. Yeah. Yeah, that's Tribeca. And then NoHo is north, north of Houston, so south of Houston. I want to get East into Village, an East NYU continuing <laughs> education program where they teach me about the history. <laughs> 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 education. Like they take you on tours. So <laughs> they like put you on the double decker bus. <laughs> yeah, like I literally think I just want to go on a bus. Yeah, you want a tour of Manhattan? We're gonna get yeah. you on a bus, girl. Thanks, <laughs> oh my god! Wait, so then when did you finally watch it? I finally watched it. Um, it was my first fall actually in new york i was going through a really like crazy insane breakup at the time and i was like going through a breakup i should watch girls and it like led me to it and i've actually been doing what some people are calling the slowest watch of the show ever mm-hmm. i started that back in october of 2021 and i just reached season five last week i'm i'm actually the slowest tv watcher ever but that's i just good. decided i'm gonna watch gilmore girls as soon as i finish oh girls oh my god that's so All many seasons to play yeah. with You're, we're not gonna talk to you for two years yeah no we'll, i won't we'll, i'll, I'll see you guys soon happen that's back when guys. that's back when seasons were 22 episodes and were 44 minutes each and mind you uh, gilmore girls has a 60 minute script that they had to squeeze into 44 minutes yeah with those commercials please amelia and i i both i've seen gilmore girls four times as well like really? I've seen girls four times. I've seen Gilmore Girls. It's like anytime you feel a little bit anxious in your life, I'm turning to Big Little Lies or Gilmore Girls. When you watch shows fast, do you remember it? Because I'm like, if I watch a show over a day, I'm like, I don't remember anything from that. I remember all. everything that happened in Yellow Jacket season one. Oh, <laughs> that's your next show. I watched it on one Saturday. Yeah, you know, I remember that whole day that happened to me while Amelia was watching Yellow Jacket. Season <laughs> <one>. <laughs> that was the day where you did a lot, and I was like, I'm on episode six, seven, yeah. eight. It's all happening. <laughs> Okay, so I think it's time for our next segment. Girl, what girl are you? I've always been told I am like the most Carrie of Sex in the City. Mm. And then people will be like, that transfers over to Hannah. Mm. But, mm. but I, whenever I go through a breakup, I'm the most Marnie you'll ever see me as. I was going to bravely <laughs> say that I think you're Marnie. Yeah. And I would bravely say every time you go through a breakup, your teeth start hurting too. So what's that all about? (laughs) My teeth are going to go ahead and hurt while I'm hurting myself. (laughs) It's just like in this episode specifically where Desi is like sweeping Marnie off her feet by just being like, you're talented and you should believe in yourself. I'm like, Eric would be Marnie in a beanie. Eric, have I seen you go through three breakups since I've known you? I think you have, yeah. It's only been a year and a half. (laughs) Yeah, girl, I have a problem. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's been three. (laughs) When Desi was like, you got some dark stuff in here reading her journal, I'm like, if a man that I was interested in said that to me, I'd be like, yeah. 
It's fun. Oh, Eric's <laughs> Journal, we love. And it's been a big prop inside our stand-up careers. Yeah. Because Eric's Journal is like his set for his stand-up set. And then the next page is like the darkest thoughts he's ever had. It's kind of my bell jar. Yeah. My my journal in the comedy, in, in the easy lover bar. <laughs> the evil journal that Harry Potter has and has the teeth and runs around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no exactly yeah in regards to a girl um one but time you kind of are hannah because you have a sub stack exactly oh god anytime everyone's like eric you're one of the happiest people i know he releases a sub stack with his darkest thoughts yeah and also your barista because you're gonna be a writer right i'm sort of doing the service industry job and i write at night yeah yeah one time john said i was a combo of uh marnie and jessa and I, John, was, your friend doesn't know you. My dear friend, John. I was like, where are you getting the Jessa from? And he was like, and he, I think, is one of my closest friends. And I think he was saying, like, sometimes you can be a little detached from, like, your friends, from life, whatever, in a, like, very Jessa whimsical way. Okay, so I this is like Tysus. I don't agree that. with that. Okay. But I think it's you it. have really fun. Connected. You think? Yeah. Sometimes I feel pretty dis- <laughs> Girl, when I write that dark ass Substack, I'm feeling disconnected from I think everything. I feel you're most life. connected in some ways too. I guess. And that's that's just because you know you're actually really channeling in with yourself and something that's not you're always doing all the time, and actually maybe you're just feeling uncomfortable. Right. With that. I'm I would- wearing my dump him shirt today because <laughs> my- I- sorry, my hair's on it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my hair's on it. Sorry. <laughs> like stop touching her boobs. Stop touching um, her boobs. Um, <laughs> well, this is last night. I think- oh, sorry. Go go go. I just think that Hannah should break Dumb up with him. Adam. With Adam. Yeah. Because why do people always have to let relationships last forever and die like this bitter, slow death when it's like you could cut it off at the stem immediately? Pivot yeah. turn, bitch. Move across the country. Well, I was just want to say to your Hannah, to what girl you are, I think this is going to give a little anecdotal information. I was talking to our friend who's the same age and dear friends with Eric last night. And he's going ahead and being like, I'm 26, but like all my friends are 26. I'm younger than in some ways, but older than some. And it's like, he's like, I'm 26 because I still go out, but all my other 26 year old friends are like, they're at home reading a book. And I'm like, what about Eric and Eric? And he's like, Eric is actually 23. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eric's a 23 year old, 26 year old. But if you ask the AI filter, it's going to say I'm 33. <laughs> so that's awesome. It's punches at all sides. Exactly. No one can nail me down. No one can nail you and down. And that's Jessa. That's, that's Jessa. Jessa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So almost Jessa's son. Yeah. Hannah Moon, Marnie Rising. Marnie Rising. Hannah Moon. Yeah. I was going to say the way in which Hannah is dealing with the breakup with Adam, like not the breakup, but like it's kind of like the beginning steps of like, what is the end of their relationship? I really connected with that in this episode because it's kind of like you're still like having these sweet moments together, but it's kind of like, oh, you know, like the end is kind of on the horizon. Yeah, I think Lena did an amazing, not to jump ahead to leaning into Lena, but she did an amazing job of like showing that like there's still so much love there it's mm-hmm. just feeling different than its fault in the past there's a fault in no stars yeah like they are still being silly <laughs> and raw up. she gets she looks outside the window they're just You're... being silly and raw um girl what girl are you today oh, i'm sorry mm-hmm. thank you for asking me amelia um i mean in this episode in Patek, we were talking about this a second ago so Hannah coded. Mm. I'm like, I want to be drunk in a bathtub, lol. Even though I don't with really Joe drink. Maisel. with Joe Maisel <laughs> <laughs> after a GQ happy hour yeah. with my friends that do um editorial. JK, we do commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm also like, I would do such stupid role play like that. Like, I want to put a blonde wig on and be like, help me in public. That would be my lol best time of my freaking mm-hmm. life. F my L. Hannah's improv tomorrow. comedy while doing role play is so you coded. It's insane. No, it's so. I'm like, weird. every line she said, I'm like, this is how Evan <laughs> talks to me every day. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing a martini in your face. <laughs> how dare you? And I'm like, no, can you please not get me assaulted on the street? Yeah. No, that Even was open okay. agree part (laughs) to speak to the back to like the relationship thing there's that moment where like adam gets punched and then hannah still is doing the silly improv voice where she's like did that hurt you and your little head your little head and he like giggles and he like plays into it too and it's like oh so sweet so sweet i would definitely get my partner punched if if you didn't watch the episode evan bringing up the green thing it's like hannah was eating strawberries in the role play scene <laughs> and Adam was like you have to eat the green part too you have to eat the whole thing not just part that's the new rule and she, she's like uh, even the green part I'm scared yeah she's like trying to be like a hot blonde but she's like I'm actually really scared to eat the green part please don't make me 
Oh my god, it's so me coded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was this morning. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> Leave it in. L O L. Oh my god, girl, what girl are you? Yeah, what girl are you, girl? In this episode specifically, oh, Eric, I am. Do you want to sh- ask the question? Girl, what girl are you? <laughs> That's my EGOT. (laughs) Getting to say that. Um, In this episode, I felt a lot like Shoshana because um, (laughs) Jessa is feeling loose and free with Jasper because she's on drugs. But it's like Shoshana is really serious and really trying to build a life for herself and has her AirPod beat solo threes in. And that is so me with... um, I forgot your name. (laughs) It's so, um, Evan is like kind of hanging out, enjoying life at a time when I am like really trying to like do my taxes. Um, What, you're doing your taxes every day, girl? (laughs) I'm like, girl, the IRS is coming after you (laughs) if you're doing it now. Cut to Friday, you laying sprawled out on the bed, hanging out while I um, did your bank statements for you to send in for our new apartment. I said I could do it. You said, I like doing this. Yeah, I said, we need to label, I need to label this correctly. Yeah. Um, Wait, can I say like yeah. this this space for recording about to be gone so soon? I know. Yeah. Oh my god, you're about to have a new environment it's that your fans so are gonna different. see. We might get a new couch. I don't know. I don't know either. That's a stressful part. <laughs> <laughs> but Shoshana also um, finding. Okay, so the person that is troubling Shoshana is her cousin being addicted to cocaine with this guy Jasper, mm. and so instead of being like Jessa how can I help you? She's like, I'm going to take matters into my own hand. I am going to call this adult man's daughter Mm. who has a rash and tell her to come fetch her father. So Jessa will go back to being a healthy girl. And that is so me like going Mm. like the most weird route to like help someone. Yeah. Um, I also have to say this and it's just so tangential. I'm so sorry. It doesn't necessarily have to do with you. Where the hell did Shoshana get all those books? I'm looking at the desk. She's got eight t- books tiled up and 45 notebooks. This this is before people were bringing MacBooks to class, I guess, but she has a MacBook. So I'm like, she, she needs a Kindle too? This poor girl. Mm. I've never seen so many books on one table. That's NYU. I That's mean, NYU. Don't, don't, don't like colleges usually like require books? Like, yeah, but yeah. You like certain classes are like, you have to buy this you book. You have to have the textbook. No, but I was doing all e-textbooks in college for the most part. That, was a, that felt like a world I could never break into was the e-book world. Because yeah. they're so much cheaper and easier. Yeah. And like, I, and, okay, because me in middle school, I used to, I weighed, what, eight, 85 pounds because I actually didn't go through puberty until I was 16. Of course. And I had the world's biggest L.O. bean bag and I had terrible ADHD, so I never go to my locker between classes. So I have a backpack maybe um half my body size and it looked like a turtle. It had, had eight textbooks in it because I would always forget them. So I just have to carry my textbooks around with me. Walking around to school yeah. with 45 pounds on my back, I was literally bringing water to the village. Yeah. Did people use lockers in your high school? Um, in my high school, yeah, sometimes. But it's actually, you had to be unpopular to use a locker. Right. Only we weird kids are using yeah. lockers. My like- high school was 12 buildings. Like, <laughs> the, the campus was larger than my public university. Yeah. And, it was uh, a mall. You went to school yeah, at a mall. I, I actually did. Yeah. It was actually in the, in the downtown Toronto mall. There yeah. was classes. That is 100% real. The Eaton Center. Stop. Uh, Where they filmed. Texas. I went to college on. Um, in downtown Toronto, but the mall they use in Mean Girls is that mall because oh. they filmed in Toronto. So that's oh. a little fun fact. I have, I have, I can do my stories after for that. But I was gonna say my brother <laughs> used to piss me the hell off in high school because it's like nobody had to bring their textbooks to class, but my brother would bring a backpack this big in depth, weighing thirty pounds with every textbook in case he needed it for class. Exactly. When it's like, rule of thumb, like <laughs> yeah. it was not needed. Yeah. I was like Tommy. You Stop getting a perfect ACT score and becoming a lawyer. Yeah. I will say this. I will say this. I did the most push-ups in my seventh grade class. I've talked about this on a podcast, but now I'm kind of connecting this up it. The last no, seven no. Episodes. I brought up one other time, but now I'm connecting it. I'm connecting it because me carrying around 40 pounds to my back is actually the reason I was able to do the most push-ups right. myself. Right. That actually is a really good point. Yeah, yeah that's a really what you did just now of connecting it to the past. That's yeah, a really, really good improv good. lesson. It's a really good improv <laughs> lesson. You, did, you really have improv 101. It's like stop breaking up. I'm like, I actually have new information. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry, I feel like I've been really mean to you this episode and in the last few days and i'm sorry you're doing this now <laughs> yeah, i love this oh thank and, you and how do you guys feel about each other i i could be annoying and difficult but it's not fair the way i lash out it's okay i can take it but it's um, it's not healthy and i wish i was better at bringing up concerns in an organic and stable way 
Oh. Okay, now Evan, say something nice about Amelia. I love and appreciate everything you do for me. I would be dead without you. Um, You're literally the marrow running through my bones. If I can run, it's running for you. I'm my sister's keeper, yeah. Kate Abigail <laughs> <Yeah>. Breslin. <laughs> I'm literally using your kidney to keep I'm, me alive. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, stop. I'm like, I'm mad at you for taking my kidney. I'm like, I need the kidney. <laughs> Cameron Diaz made me in a lab just to save you. <laughs> <laughs> Bad teacher. <laughs> Bad teacher. Um, okay, so I think it's time Ms. to Hannigan. Oh, is that right. right? Sorry, when they made the Annie reboot. Annie reboot, and she's Miss Hannigan. Yeah, and we were like, her agents are amazing for getting her that yeah. role because it, 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 somebody else. Her done career it. went down after bad. I teacher. will say it's really good. We kept waited to keep you on the podcast because we're so much better at this now. Whoa. Mm. We always talk about this, but Amelia and I were we were fine season one, but we've gotten better at just talking in a natural of, way. That's the growth of episodic. But it's it's yeah. the 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 downfall of episodic is that our most <laughs> listened to episode every week is the pilot because people like to start from the beginning. They start from the beginning. So they are starting with us at our worst and deciding right. whether to listen. The comments are like it's hit, it's her, not him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But that's the thing is that you people love to see the beginnings and they'll move to the I love your nose pressing on this mic. Are you breathing? You're going to ruin the audio. <laughs> I can fix it myself. <laughs> That'd be the name of your book. <laughs> <laughs> I can fix it myself. I can fix it myself. <laughs> It'd be so cool to meet somebody that helped me. Uh, <laughs> That's never girl, happened before. Girl. Every gay man in your life is trying to help you, I think. You, think? you don't accept perform. help. That's also a part of it. I don't no accept offense. help, but I'd love for somebody to tell me how I could also do that. How to get help? Uh, how to get help <laughs> and then, it. yeah, like how to listen to it and I, I think just it. continue living your one life and let gay men and women move through you in a way <laughs> and let them give their little spots <laughs> of advice. You said don't bother with straight men. That's not going to work. That's so no, funny. Like gay not. men and women flow through you. Exactly. <laughs> Keep your heart sex? chakra yeah. open. <laughs> Wait, it's a bone marrow. Really good it's improv tie back. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you? This is totally not related at all. I'm coming up with this like fake uh, pop album that I'm going to write and release. And I have a song on it called Heart Chakra. And it's Heart Chakra featuring Amelia Rattler. And it's a voicemail from you. <laughs> but not one that I've received, but yeah, I want like, waiting. I Nothing at all. I'm waiting for you to send me a voicemail. Like, you have to wait for Heart Chakra. Yeah. I will say my Heart Chakra is opening up the more days I'm off Lexapro. Ew, yeah. Did you Absolutely. see me last night? I saw you stomping along to style. I think by Taylor, Taylor Swift. saw you too, girl. I think Eric was upset with how noisy I was. At no, the I was not and actually. I, Who are you more angry? I at? was very nervous of being annoying to the people behind us, but I don't think anybody was mad because then when the girls in front of us danced, I was like, I'm actually happy that you're yeah. doing that. Yeah, I think I it was. It was, it was a, a concert. It was a communal night of us just dancing and getting to laugh. Week two is crazy because it's like they still want to see it, but they weren't dying, so it was like a weird energy. Yeah, I think we actually went at the perfect time. Yeah. Um. Okay. You know what time it is? Leaning into Lena. Ooh. Something about the way the street, street looks. looks oh no, no, we cannot have more than three seconds of that. She will sue our asses, Eric. She will sue us. Something gaga goo. Gala, oh my la, God, we, la, we la, didn't even get to talk about chapel. Chapel. Oh yeah, oh. me and F, me and Evan did not go. Th Wait, you were there. you were there, Evan, girl. I there. was there. While Evan's peeing, I just want to say me and Eric had a lovely time at Chapel. Eric is my girl where it's like an indie pop star that no one will know about. Eric will. I'm going to be there with you by your side. Yeah, You I, went both nights somehow. I got a free ticket the second night. Um, shout out to Julia Desmond uh, who hooked up me and Bridget Foley. We got in for free. It was kind of a scary moment because of the door. They needed a picture of Julia's ID. Mm. And we obviously didn't have that. Um, but then we got in. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm sad Julia Desmond couldn't take Chapel in. I know. Exactly. Leaning into Lena. Let's dive into the episode. Oh, okay. So I... Can I we, what should we start with? No, I know what we should start with. I think we should start with Marnie Desi. Let's keep it like uh, fun and yeah. light. Let's keep it we'll fun and light. Fun and light. And there, we'll, we'll there's build. nothing fun and light about the relationship. <laughs> I want to say this. Not. And I said this earlier and I just want to reiterate it now. When Marnie's like... Desi's like, just let it riff, girl. Let it out. Which I was actually doing last night. Um... At after a dinner party, we all just like mm. made a song and we rifted all the lyrics for the song about it's a the situation was like we're a girl band who hates men and then my thing was like Rick you're a dick I'll never suck your and then you know um <laughs> but it was like fun we had so much fun and Marnie doing that yesterday was like so fun for me and when she says the words jet plane she's like I've never said jet plane before but it gets like came out of me it's like 
Yeah. Jet Plane was so indie folk back then. What's that one song that's like? Take me on, on a big plane. jet plane. Yeah. 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 I'll take you for a ride on mm. a big jet plane. I don't think Ooh, I know this one. The way you one. sing it's like penis. When I sing it, it's like we're having fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're going for a ride around the world. Yeah, you said I that thing where... I want to take you on a big jet plane. Who is that? Is that like Matt and Kim? I'm, I'm pulling it up. It's Britney. I want to take you on a ride. I don't think I think Angus it, and Julia Stone. Oh, I don't think we I know have, this can one. We play that for one sec, mm-hmm. just for fans at home. Under three seconds. Well, is there anything left we want to say on Desi and Marty? What do you think? Nah, I'm just every yeah. time I watch a Desi and Marty scene, I'm like thinking about the pain that is to come with that relationship. Same, like so it's hard to so watch. like painful. Yeah. Let's dive into Jessa and Shoshana. So this entire season, we see that Jessa was trying to build a life outside of her addictions and then relapsed when Jasper came to town. And so now she's just been heavily using cocaine again with this guy, fucking around. And Shoshana is fed up. Shoshana is like, my girl, my cousin is falling apart. I hate to see this. I don't really know what to do with my drug addict cousin and this Jasper guy. Well, we can maybe just talk for a second how these girls are so good at acting like they're on drugs and alcohol. Like, Hannah being drunk and about them. That's literally shaking off cocaine. It's like, they literally somehow are dilating their pupils. Yeah. Like, that's how good they are. Jemima Cook was dilating her pupils in this episode, yeah. I swear to God. This girl, this girl knows how to act. And yeah. can I just say, right before the podcast started, she did repost something we posted with the caption, this photo shoot was hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I'm comfortable. Yeah. You know, man. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm glad I could bring that up for you. <laughs> On a Sunday Sorry morning. Sorry to trigger you. Yeah, why not? <laughs> This guy breaks up with her so he can have a relationship with his daughter. That would kind of rip me in half too, girl. I mean, perhaps... Well, I think it's it's like the most painful thing that could happen to Jessa because it's like, mm. oh, her she figure. her father doesn't care about her, yeah. and now she's seeing this father figure literally leave her literally. to go be a better father to this girl. Seriously, imagine name a more painful thing. I also think it's kind of hard because it's like Shoshana was trying to like just split them up whatever yeah. but then they're at the dinner together and Shoshana's talking about like kind of giving all the perks of Dottie and being like well Dottie does this she's doing this and she's like really like upping the talk of Dottie and I think as then Jessica gets broken up with it's kind of hard to hear that being like here's this amazing daughter that this guy is now leaving yeah. me for. Dottie is amazing and Dottie her description of her father being like you have to understand he's such a beautiful man he gets he goes in the morning he gets the papers he watches foreign films and does all the so voices British. from New York. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. Felicity Jones can be New York. And yeah, it's just playing under this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all so quiet. It's all so quiet. But yeah, no, I mean, I think it is a... What r- a crazy little girl with her rash showing up to dinner. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, the rash is so... Actually, I was like, don't need to that hair makes it worse. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Shimano looks like a fucking junkie with that haircut. No, but mohawk with braids. Nina Dunham is so good at writing a dinner scene. Joshana is right. Like, Jasper came and wrecked Jess's life. Yeah. And she is doing what needs to be done to get Jess away from somebody who's enabling her to downward spiral. Yeah, the J name. The J names. Sorry. They're bad for you. Oh my god, the J names are bad for you. What is the lore of that? The J names thing? Because there's so many of them. Do you know what this is? Yeah, everyone's always like J names or divorced boyfriends. Yeah. My brother's a J and has a Do girlfriend. you know all the 19 kids and counties are J's? Can I show you? They're all? One? My one party trip in college, every time I had two glasses of alcohol, I was like, I know all their names that were in front of Patreon. Wait. Here are the 19 kids and county names <laughs> from oldest to youngest. I can do it in 20 seconds. Josh, Janet, John, David, Jill, Jessa, Ginger, Joseph, Josiah, Joanna, Jedediah, Jeremiah, Jason, Jake, Justin, Jackson, Johanna, Jennifer, Jordan, and Josie. Not the president. Jingle Irishman <laughs> is the state. Obama. <laughs> McCain. Roosevelt. Palin. Two Roosevelt. Bristol Palin. Yeah, Bristol Palin. Bristol Palin. Um, and Nikki Minaj. <laughs> but are we mad at Shosh or we're glad she's doing that? I think... She was out of, she didn't know what to do, and I think in her mind, the best thing she could do was bring in someone who would theoretically have a better stance on how to approach the situation. So she wasn't equipped to have the tools, and she had the foresight to do that, so she brought in someone who could theoretically help with that. I don't think, I think Shoshana actually is the girl that you can never be mad at, because that girl's always going to keep it real. She's always going to be like a little uncomfortable to be real, but then she is, and it's for the better of all the characters. That's such a beautiful thing to say. Yeah. I have beautiful thoughts. That was really beautiful, Larry. Should we dive into (laughs) Hannah Adam? 
Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm sad. Dump him. Dump him. Dump, dump him. It's actually so sad. Like, Hannah does not come home, sleeps over at a guy's house. Yes, Hannah is presenting this information to Adam as if it is a chapter of a book. Yeah. Where a boyfriend gets mad and she's like, I'm ready to write a memoir about this. Adam, give me the reaction. Yeah. And Adam's like, no worries, she's you have fun. Whatever. Should I wear my collar up or down for my play? And she's like, you care about your kids and And we're back. And can I just say, on the break, I did notice that the card did not format um, correctly. And I'm really sorry for the subpar audio quality that happened in the last seven minutes. And Evan put a bandana on after they got an amazing haircut that did change their lives. Uh, I got it. Can, can I just say? Can we talk about it for one second? I really just want to talk about myself yeah. for a second. But can we talk about my haircut? So Evan got the biggest haircut of it. You want to talk about your haircut? I immediately I'm like. So I'm gonna talk. No, about no, Evan's I want haircut. you guys to talk about it. I want so to. So Evan has been needing a haircut for about seven months. <laughs> <laughs> Their entire life. <laughs> <laughs> and they finally, they finally went to a non-binary hairdresser, uh, someone who could kind of. He get, they from the town next door to me when I grew up. From so the town next door. Yeah, a different he they East that grew up. Largemont. So the, uh, we're in a town neighboring mine that I actually brought Amelia to one time. So our stories are so similar. And he was, they and he, he, they, so I can use both, um, kind of just brought. <laughs> <laughs> I can use both. So, so can he. <laughs> so um, kind of went in and like gave me a haircut that changed my lives. And then I took, we did a photo shoot for friend of the pod, Tessa Bell. And I was like, actually, Amelia, can you get some photos of me? Because this camera is actually giving. And I got these photos and it actually did change my life. Um, mm. People have been coming up to me and giving me respect in a way they haven't before. Right. I came out as hot. I'm sorry. Is that annoying to say? No, you sent me those photos and I was like, I'm feeling something for my friend Evan right now. Like, <laughs> they're know. so hot. Okay. Yeah. We have to get back to the matter at hand. Lainey and Selena, Hannah Menon's relationship. Oh, God. Elijah and Hannah are sitting in bed eating burritos in their bananas. <laughs> I like and- to picture it's a bean burrito. Hannah's eating a sweet potato burrito with beans and rice. And then Elijah's having a classic chicken one. And now, that's how my impression of what the burritos are think- eating. They got it from a truck or a permanent location. Actually, Eric's going on his phone to look it up. No, I'm actually just <laughs> going to my notes. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know what? I'm looking at this. A classic tinfoil around it. That's giving truck. That's giving truck. It's giving truck. They got this from a truck. Which in- is funny because there's a really popular restaurant in Westchester called Truck, but it's a farm-to-table taco restaurant Whoa. based off truck culture of tacos. Oh my god, that's cool. I love when people have businesses and farm and table tacos is a really weird concept because they'll give you guacamole, but then they'll give you water, crust, and radish to dip the guacamole in. (laughs) Interesting. And no chips? Well, you can get chips, but they also do radish as an option too. Mm. I think Hannah is asking Elijah for advice, and the advice Elijah is giving scares her into thinking the relationship is going to end, and she's not ready to accept that. So she is suddenly getting really scared, and she's like, well, I have to do something so I don't end up like Elijah and pal. Yeah. And that is such a classic thing, like... Sometimes I'm giving advice and I can tell the advice I'm giving is making people confront things they wish I hadn't made them confront. I yeah. know, because Amelia's always devil on the shoulder. In the whole house episode where there's angel Michelle Tanner and devil Michelle Tanner. You're a devil. Sorry, but I really see people's potential. And when they're flopping, when they're waddling, you're mad, you're mad. I'm pissed and I take it personally. Yeah. Why did your hair get so big when you said that? <laughs> <laughs> the horns, mama. Do you think Dump that- him! Dump him! Do you do you think Elijah was bringing in his own stuff with Pal when he was giving advice to Hannah? Yeah, yeah of, course. of course. You all we do is talk about personal experience. Right. Everyone, there's this joke that I like where it's like everyone wants to show their snow globe. It's like when you get an antidote. On this is a joke. Life, this feels like a ph- philosophical statement. Snow, <laughs> it is, but it's also like everyone wants to show their snow globe. Everyone wants to show their like um show and their tell, moments. Right. right. Like you bring up a story of your own. People are like, "That's a great story." Now let me share my personal and, antidote that relates to this, and we'll connect. It's kind of just like, it's show and tell every day. And I mean, literally, like, we are all experiencing reality. And so everything we see in another person is a reflection of our own visualization of the world. So, of course. And I mean, that's why TV is so huge for people. Because when they are on screen, they are only seeing that product through their reality. So it's like the question, girl, what girl are you, is so powerful because people are thinking about, they're not watching that show and being like, I'm none of those girls. Like you're watching that show in every single line. You're like, I'm that girl. Here's like moments where I'm this girl. Here's moments where I'm this girl. Yeah. 
but I think that's pretty rudimentary reflection on like media 101 so I'll cut all that no (laughs) no I think people don't actually know about media 101 I for one don't (sighs) sorry I mean you know it it's it's very interesting because you can tell that Hannah is feeling weird about her relationship because she's finally opening up to people around her life about like before the relationship is always about like he's fucking me raw and now I feel crazy because he thinks I'm a sick orphan and now then it's healthy mm-hmm. and she has nothing to talk about. Yeah, and now that tell. the relationship is healthy, like he came to help her in the hospital, he's being like emotionally kind to her. Like yeah. there is no chaos happening. She feels crazy. She is kind of the drama. That that line hurts so much though when he's like I have to move to raise to focus on the play there's just too much drama and she's like that's just me and he's like exactly (sighs) that hurts if someone to say that that would break I'd be like what's going on you won't break my soul that would break my soul (laughs) Beyonce wrote about that you just broke my soul (laughs) Um, I was gonna say um, that there's that line between the two of them they're sitting in the bed and Hannah's like Oh, Adam, once you get to know him, he's really amazing. And then Elijah's like, is he? The question where Elijah is like, is he followed immediately after Hannah's mom giving her a lecture being like, yeah, I'm glad you're happy, but there's other people in the world. He's not. He's not. He's not the world. He's not the world. Yeah. And it's like, okay, she heard that from her mom. She ignored it. But now she's hearing it again from Elijah being like, are you sure? Like he seems normal yeah like you might be lost in the sauce but everybody else is not yeah we need to bring a therapist on this show i swear to god just like do a little analysis of what's going because you know what it's really great to look at a show like this i mean we're all talking about our own personal experiences again here yeah kind of bring it back but it's like it's really nice to have a proxy to look at your problems with and i think that's why a lot of people are resonating with girls yeah Mm -hmm. in general just because we have such a we can finally be like oh, I can put my my feet in a character's shoes. Like, it's not... It's mm-hmm. something we actually are tangibly representing. And that's why this relationship, when you're like, you're the drama, that's why it's a movie. It's like, that's something we all kind of experience, especially, I think, as we do comedy. And, like, part of comedy is, like, the art of, like, walking line between being annoying and, like, charismatic mm-hmm. and, like, or dramatic and, like, high energy. And it's, like, yeah. I think a lot of our biggest fears are, like, coming off as annoying and weird and, like... Uh, at least mine, I'm speaking from my own personal experience, not to put words in your mouth, but it's like, um, where you're develop Hannah has developed this character for herself, and because of this, it is a little bit of an annoying character, but she she really leans into it, and that's what the lovable parts of her are, but it's also the parts of her that make her dramatic and annoying. And like the reason that Adam likes her so much is because she really has this like this she has a vigor yeah. to like really soak up all life has to offer, which yeah. I think is a double-edged sword in one way. It's, like, fun to be with somebody who's so engaged with fully experiencing life. But in another way, it's, like, she's always trying to create a plot line. And it's, like, even when they're role-playing, Adam is, like, this isn't fun. When we role-played in the past, it was organic. It wasn't thought through. It was, like, pure sexual desire. Like, I didn't control it. You're watching this scene play out from outside of your body. I'd love to have sex with somebody who's in their body. Yeah. And she's like, what's so wrong about us, like, me watching it? Like, why can't Ugh. we, like, have sex with me over here looking in? I'm so Hannah in this episode. I swear. I, well, because now she's, like, she doesn't have a story anymore. Like, she had such a fine story in her early 20s. Yeah. Where it's, like, boys treat me weird. I'm I'm bad because of it and I'm gonna talk yeah. about it. And now she's a boyfriend. And now she who's has a so boyfriend who like has a cool job that he's passionate about. So fulfilled about, by that he wants to be good at and he loves her. Yeah. Well he's, but he's he, not perfect. Yeah. He is not perfect. No no, 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 no. But it's like he she like came into their relationship like when literally he was, was not perfect at when all he was just the worst and now he's like kind of being stable and she's like well this sucks i mean if you yeah. had a boyfriend who was on broadway and like would be nice to you it's like i don't know what else you can ask for can i just say patty lapone was right i mean the play hasn't even premiered and he is slipping out of her hands yeah slipping through my fingers yeah this is literally a musical episode i swear to god hannah is so like opposed to change and she's like it has to be the honeymoon phase like that's once we exit that yeah it's It's like the seven month mark yeah and adam's kind of like we're growing and changing and being different but i still love you because i care about you yeah he's like, like our relationship has changed and it's good 
Yeah. She's like, I'm glad we aren't in month one anymore. I'm yeah. glad what month seven has come to. Mm. Mm. My, heart, my heart breaks for Hannah in this episode. I mean, and she's really never been through a relationship that has lasted so many different levels or like yeah. a thing. So it's definitely like new to her. I don't know. No, I, I right? think you both I've know. I've never been in a relationship. So I'm like, what is this? You like to pretend you have. I don't think so. The way you talk to me. I'm kidding. I think, um, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. you know, when she's the man, when Amanda Bynes is like, as a third party with no <laughs> matter, that is how I walk you through are, life. Every single person I speak to, and I'm like, and I've never experienced anything, but here's my amazing You saw it on, on Gilmore Girls and it happened to you. I feel like that's a common thing where people seek out relationship advice from people who don't have any at all. Because well, you some, actually yeah. can get some insight from that. I'm like, oh, there's fully. actually power in not having like the emotions of it and just having the logic. There's there's power in having no experience, and that's why I'm trying to. Well, apply you're jobs you're emotional by far. <laughs> well, you, Eric, are the person who is. You're a chronic dater. You, yeah, yeah, and that's absolutely. let's bring that up on the pod. You're Eric, <laughs> Eric, our friend Eric here is a chronic dater, and that's why we decided to have him on for this episode. Specific episode where Hannah is it's, about to. Experience what does this? A what does this feel like for you? Yes. What is to be a chronic dater? Like seeing the end, yeah. Seeing, seeing this scene, watching through this your on life. the scene, how does it feel in your body? It feels so like, oh, it's the end. Like the end is here, girl. Like, and what are the signs to you that's end? Just like constant miscommunication. You're kind of fighting and being sad all the time. But there are these like sweet little moments, like I said, where like Adam gets punched in the face and they do one silly little like improv moment where she's like, "Your head hurt," and he's like, "Yeah, baby." And it's like you have those small dotted moments, but those sweet moments with your partner become so few and far between. Right. Mm, like they're doing role play and it's, it's, there's actually a lot of like sweet moments in there it. There is. It's really nice. But it's a lot of touch and go. You can see Adam really trying and really trying to make it work. Yeah. But you can kind of see Hannah kind of not really trying to make it work. Yeah. She's, she's trying to make it work in her own way that she thinks will. Mm-hmm. But she's actually not communicating in the slightest. She's not really being present with the person she's in front of. Right. She's creating she's her own She's like, narrative. in my head, I think this would be an amazing idea. And instead of being like, and in this specific interaction, I can like integrate this in a way that like mm-hmm. with the person I know but it's so out of her head. Yeah. I was Adam's saying that right myself the whole time yeah. you were talking about that I'm like I'm in my head I'm thinking right. I kind of think yeah. and then like the joking scene where they're doing the role play where then Hannah's like talking about like him being a weirdo with a big dick and then Adam's like <laughs> you can't just change the narrative it's like yes. this is a funny moment but actually this is the problem Hannah's changing the narrative plot wise plot, plot wise. wise let's be grounded let's in the be- base reality yeah Wait, so what are what's the role play? (laughs) Did I avoid that? Yeah, girl. What what happens in the restaurant? So they go to the bar and she's in a blonde wig and she's pretending to be like a married woman. Do you want me to reenact it all? Go ahead. I'm happy to. Marfaniel. My husband. (laughs) (laughs) And then she says Fardaniel. (laughs) Fardaniel. Fardaniel. I'm a married older woman. You can't. And she throws a drink in his face. He's like, how dare you? (laughs) This is one of of my favorite scenes in all of Girls. Yeah. Hannah doing a role play, picking that stupid, stupid voice. Oh, like when you're picking a stupid voice, it's a voice that's never existed before. I have to imagine that day on set was hilarious. Oh, oh like sure. a whole crew watching, like you in a wig act so ridiculous. Yeah. It's so fun. It's just like role play is really fucking fun, isn't it's it? It's hilarious. It's hilarious. That's what improv is, is role play. <laughs> non sexual role play. It's amazing how drawn I am to improv and refuse to do it. Right. <laughs> the ha- I have to say, the happiest I've ever seen you when you were in that improv. Class. <laughs> <laughs> and then you found love. <laughs> and that's sort of where you are now. <laughs> It feels like improv the way I handle it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's not that funny. No, it's hilarious. They start actually having sex at Marnie's apartment. She's like, Hannah. Adam's like, whose apartment is it? Hannah is really testing her relationship with Marnie. She's like, can I borrow your apartment so I could have sex with my boyfriend? Because we're about to break up. Right. Yeah. The way Adam is like, and I can tell this is Marnie's apartment because of how it (laughs) smells. (laughs) Oh, and then she's on the bed posing for him, and all the glass, the champagne glasses are falling over. Not in my like, house hurt. underwear. This is so embarrassing. And how her house underwear is literally like the Christmas tree decoration. You look, you look like a Christmas tree. It's so the way funny. she is wearing like hipster, hundred percent cotton gray underwear under the, under <laughs> the like sexy dominatrix thing that like I, I'm sure it took her an hour and a half to put on yeah. incorrectly. Still, 
It's so, so fun. funny. But then they have sex, and he has to suddenly be a high school football player. Yeah, she's is like, that what she, she said, she says, um, I usually fuck football players, but now I'm fucking the school weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, then she's like, I didn't realize the school weirdo had the biggest dick. Very dick. Yeah, football like, players. <laughs> yes, and yeah, he's really trying. Really, and then he's so like, funny. you can't change the narrative. Mm. Oh, it's really amazing act. And when a guy comes, when they're like, "Stop it! Don't touch me! Get your hands off me!" He's like grabbing her boobs in public, yeah. and he's like, and the guy's like, "Are you? Are you? Do you know this girl?" And he's like, "This isn't my girlfriend, or this isn't my boyfriend." And he's and like, then, "This is my girlfriend. We're just fucking around." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, they, the and punch. then Hannah's like, "That's not true." And then he and gets then punched. <laughs> I love that the guy is like, "This bitch is crazy." Yeah, <laughs> this bitch is crazy. Um. So then it ends with. They don't have sex? Well, there's penetration. It so defi- depends they, how you define sex. He before. stops halfway through and then like rips the condom off. And he's like, you can't change the narrative. And then they get into a fight. And that's what, when she's like. Where's the fight end? What are the lines set? So he's he, like, I'm moving to race. Yeah. To focus on the play. And then he's like, she's there's like, too much drama. you don't even care about this play. And he's like, I actually do care about I've this. always, I've always cared, cared about, about it. it. Yeah. And I feel really excited about my career and I want to push you to the side for now because I've never felt this excited about anything. Yeah, and it's going back to when the beginning of the relationship when Adam didn't necessarily care about Hannah all that much mm. but was still just kind of having careless sex with her. Mm. <sighs> it literally makes me sad. God, is that where the episode ends? Basically. Yeah, and then he's like, I'm moving to Ray's. <sighs> and then it credits? And then credits. And then we had that oh, sad scene well, with Jessa smoking Jessa a cigarette. Jessa smoking outside because she was just abandoned by another adult man. Yeah. And Shoshana is like, you look fucked up. And Jessa's like, I am fucked up. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh it God. really is a sad, 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 sad improv episode. And I'm. it's so perfect I'm on this yeah, episode. Yeah, <laughs> sad and improv. Sad and improv. It's how you personally branded. Yeah. The thing is, Adam really is being dismissive of Hannah's feelings because he is prioritizing the play all over again. And like all the all her neuroses are coming true in a sense where it's like he is overreacting a little bit. And that's kind of what's pushing him away. But also in the same thought, it's like she doesn't have these because it isn't what the reality is. Like he is interpreting her reality in the correct way. And like she really is struggling because now she's in a career that she doesn't find creatively fulfilling. Her boyfriend is now in the exact position he has always wanted to be. So you have tumultity between the two of them where like tumultity. one tumultity. tumultity. We're making up words on his pod. Of course. But like we're seeing the, the great divide between like someone who's really finding their full creative freedom and a two artist relationship, which it, we could go into that at a separate time, but a two artist relationship where it's like where you often see one of the couple, one of the people in uh, the couple who is more successful in art and other one trying to like bridge the gap and like, Yes, they can help each other in ways, but you, there's always, like, a little bit of, like, competitive creativity. Mm-hmm. Not that there should be, but, like, there always is a little bit of that in a sense where it's, like, especially when you're, like, one person's dreams are coming true and the other ones are, and you have to watch that yeah. happen to them. I'm sure that really is hurting our girl Hannah a lot, and that's kind of why she's reaching out like this, and, and like, she is... I mean, okay, when Adam's like, I have a job that I care about. Yeah, exactly. And Hannah's like, I have a job too. And he's like, it's not, not the, the same. same. That's evil. That is so evil. Evil. That's where I'm like, he's not perfect. And like, yes, maybe he's like trying to make and, it work. But like there are elements where his true colors come out. And also it's like Adam should not be fucking cast in a Broadway play. Like He's also like background in it. Doesn't he have like three lines in no, that show? No, he's assisting. No, in the in the play? No, no, he is. He's like, there's a lead and then he's kind of the next Oh, supporting. supporting. He's supporting. Um, but still, it's like, there's, <laughs> you plenty, of, your eyes. there's plenty of <laughs> actual Broadway actors they could have hired instead. Exactly. That's all. Non-union. Non-union. Okay, I think it's time for Girl, well, get, get your, your Glock. Glock. It's rapid fire time. Are you a schoolgirl or are you getting schooled, girl? Schoolgirl. Voice of a generation or a voice of a generation? Uh, a voice of a generation. Is why why is Marnie mad at you? Uh, because um, I'm not supporting her. I think she's annoying. Mm. Favorite utensil? Anything in the kitchen can go. Um, fork. Did I get that right? Yeah. <laughs> in the role play scenario, are you Hannah or are you Adam? I'm Hannah. Would Desi sweep you off your feet? Um, a version of me, yes. Now, no. Would you break out in a rash for your cocaine addict father? Absolutely. What Broadway play would you debut in? Oh my god, um, Funny Girl. <laughs> Can you act drunk? Absolutely. And show us. 
Oh, girls, what's going on? Bloop. <laughs> I just say that was 100% accurate. <laughs> okay. Blonde wig or Shoshana's mohawk? <laughs> Blonde wig. <laughs> <laughs> um, improvise a folk song. Um, um, street lights on the candlelight. Ooh. I got a cloud over my head <laughs> and it's raining. <laughs> collar up or collar down? Uh, collar up. Uh, no, down. <laughs> oh, down. We felt that. We were up. And then we were down. Like, no, we're down here. We're down here. Oh, my God. Well, we're down to our last segment of the podcast. That, that outfit in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> this is where we compare Brooklyn then, then to Brooklyn now. now. Was there anything in the episode that stuck out as very, like, 2013? Shoshana in that pink I know. crew neck <laughs> with that feather gold skirt and that hair. You know what? This episode made me want to get a feather in my hair. Yeah, that's so eighth grade. That <laughs> oh is so God, eighth I want grade. a feather in my hair. We should get feathers. Boys wearing polos. Sorry. Evan, you can't get a feather in your hair with that hot, sexy haircut. The feather's <laughs> going to ruin it. <laughs> And you get my ears pierced. Yeah. <laughs> with a feather. With a feather. <laughs> Marnie's beanie is real as fuck. Oh, that was bad. I hate Marnie that. in a baby blue beanie and like Delia jean shorts, like Bermuda shorts, mm-hmm. is so bizarre. For the man, the basic ass man that she's crushing over for him to read her journal while he's wearing that beanie. That, that, mm. if I looked back on that and saw myself in that, painful. painful. That is tough. That is tough. I have to wonder if Allison Williams posted on her Finsta that day with a pic like, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> LOL at this one. Jemima Kirk's like, this was uncomfortable for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so 2013. Just the whole gallery scene is such yeah. a moment in time of like what she, downtown she kids. She like the should... opening ceremony line, the the dress she's wearing. I mean, that whole scene is just like... Shujin's like boho chic outfit is so specific to it's that gorgeous. time. It's gorgeous. I'd wear that now. Actually, I thought that was one of the most timeless outfits of this whole episode. <laughs> and this I outfit. know that. I yeah. Love you. And that's why you're Sujin. <laughs> you're girl, you're Sujin. <laughs> I kind of always find myself at Sujin. Yeah. yeah. I want bangs. At 16 candles. At 16 candles. It's <laughs> 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 an opening ceremony line and then just Shauna with the damn Beats headphones. Yeah. That beat me. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I would say laughing. Beats were such a thing. Like, we didn't really have overhead headphones in the same cultural sense when Beats, like, Beats really existed. Because now everyone's walking around the city with Bose sound canceling headphones or the Apple AirPods. I have to say, she yeah. got Beats when she bought her MacBook. It came. Yeah, it, it was came. that it was deal. It was that Apple bundle that yeah. was happening back then. No, they like, still have that. And her, her oh, really? parents. Oh, Every July. She's like, I need this for NYU. Yeah. I have to be able to study in libraries and get noise canceling. Mm -hmm. Well, because people were walking around a city with those. Like, we lost that in a cultural sense for like six or seven years. People were not walking around with overhead headphones in New York Mm -hmm. City. Everyone was doing it. was AirPods. AirPods or the wire ones. It's wired and then AirPods. But now we're back to overhead and people are realizing the sound canceling technology can make the city a finally a bearable place to live in. Sound canceling Mm -hmm. technology can make or break your experience in New York City. I mean, I know you're not supposed to city bike while blasting music in your beat solos because you can't hear anything and you will die. But I I will say I rode a city bike to a house showing this week down the Broadway line <laughs> under oh the train. Oh my God. Without headphones. And I uh, almost passed away how loud it was. Yeah. I was like, I need earplugs right now. Yeah. Like I was fighting for my life in my Ugg boots. Oh, I know you're not supposed to city bike a little bit drunk with your noise <laughs> yeah. headphones over the Williamsburg Bridge. But mama, when you do it, you feel free. <laughs> That no, the Williamsburg Bridge is okay because there's no cars. There's no cars. You do have kind of sometimes people being crazy in the bike lane. People, there's people being people crazy in the bike lane. Crazy and on the e-bikes. Do you guys yeah. know about the string? Huh? Do you know about the string? The string. string okay, theory? so yeah, mama. In some ways, it's my theory about string. So <gasps> Taylor Swift didn't play Invisible String, and no, I she no girl, girl. That'll be off the pod when I tell you about that. <laughs> um, so this was a thing that was happening a few months ago on the Williamsburg Bridge at night. So just be careful if you're biking across there late at night. Robbers will literally tie string oh? to both sides of the bridge. No. Between that gate. So bikers will come through and then fall over because it's really thin and clear. So you don't see it. You don't see and it. They'll rob you. Oh my God. I know. So it's be careful. Going Everything I've ever known bridge. is shattered. I know. I'm going to take what you just said and forget it. And forget it and <laughs> still bike over the way. That's bridge one of a little things. No, but now you're in Brooklyn. Now I'm in Brooklyn. You don't, have, don't have, have to, to go. That's like when that story came out about how there's like men hiding under your car in the Target parking lot and will like grab your ankle and kill you. 
I was like, I'm going to choose to forget this. <laughs> Although, bringing selective it up now, hearing. clearly I haven't. I have selective hearing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I think that kind of wraps it up. Wait, Anyone is there anything else? else? Jasper in general is so too that. Like, does he even oh exist? Folk and music like that. Dottie showing up in like a polka dot chiffon dress. Do they even sell that you know as art anymore? You know what I would say, actually? Quirky. Just sorry to cut everyone off. The folk music they're making then it's kind of what country music is kind of going for. Like, it's always been that. But the gap that it, like, that we had folk music during this time where it's, like, big jet plane, like. Edward music, Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All that kind of music. And we kind of lost it. People aren't resonating with yeah. it as much as recently. But now country music is kind of, like, taking the place of all of this. We're kind of seeing the zeitgeist. Like, country music is becoming cooler cool. and cooler. Yeah. I know. And I never would thought I would live the day to see country music become cool. That's kind of awesome. But, I, the the yeah. Texas girls are a little happy right now, I'll have Stay to say. Right on the big green tractor. <laughs> yeah, My country music is kind of becoming kind of cool. It's kind of taking indie. What? A little bit of chicken fry. <laughs> I love Cold a beer and friends. red solo cup. I, I fill you up. up. Let's have a party. This is when literally Glee the musical that? episode. When Glee covered that. This we harmonized a, just now for a second. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Let's end the podcast on a harmony. Ready? Let's all... Let's, uh, wait, what's the fight song go? One, two, two three, four. Tell me that you love me more. Wait, everyone pick a note on three. One, two, three. Um, bye everybody. See Rate you next and follow. Um, check out Eric Martini and Evan Lazarus in their club coming show this November 15th. Is this gay? Um, and we'll be back next week with episode 11. Ooh. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Thanks for having me.